A man's journey with God begins, continues, and ends with supernatural encounters that he orchestrates for him. No man will ever discover, enter into, and fulfill God's purpose in his lifetime without these supernatural encounters with God. Each encounter you have with God will not only transform your life, but will shift you supernaturally to a pedestal of glory where God can use you to transform others. A moment of encounter with God will shift you from where you are to where you are supposed to be spiritually and physically. Prepare Prepare your heart for an uncommon uncommon transformation from from God's word and all-round miracles by by the power of the Holy Ghost as God's servant. Chidebele Chidebele Udeze leads us in this special moment of encounter with God. Thank you, Father. In the name of Jesus. Let your word come to us like fire. Let your word transform our life like never before. Holy Ghost, you are welcome. Thank you. In the name of Jesus. Please be seated. Achieving excellence through diligence. Achieving excellence through careful and thorough hard work. That's diligence. Careful and thorough hard work. Detailed. We are going to look at this topic in two dimensions. One is understanding excellence. And then we look at keys to achieving excellence in our business, in our life, through diligence or through hard work. Excellence means superior quality. The quality of being outstanding or extremely good. Excellence is the best of the best. Last Sunday, we saw that God is excellent and can only be represented by excellent people. Whatever God does is excellent. And anyone who claims to be a child of God must be excellent. If you are a child of God, the excellent spirit of God should be dwelling in you. The excellent nature, the excellent gene of God should be abiding in you. And that should make you automatically excellent. Let's visit those two scriptures we read last uh, time. Job 37 verse 23 quickly. Touching the Almighty, we cannot find him out. He is what? Excellent in power and in judgment and in the plenty of justice. He will not afflict. He said he's excellent in three things. Number one, in what? Power. In number two, judgment. And then in what? Plenty of justice. God is excellent in power. When he is executing his judgment, when he's trying to establish his justice, he is excellent in his ways. Sing unto the Lord, for he has done excellent things, and this is known in all the earth. Isaiah 12, verse 5. Only excellent things are popular in all the earth. Sing unto the Lord. Sing unto the Lord. For he has done excellent things. This is known in all the earth. Whenever something becomes excellent, it becomes very popular. The reason why it's not popular is because it's not yet excellent. Now, chapter 28, verse 29, we also read it about the excellency of God. Chapter 28, Verse 29. This also cometh forth from the Lord of hosts, who is wonderful in counsel, and he is excellent in walking. What he does is excellent. 
if you are a child of this excellent God, then your life and your works should be as excellent as he is. Let's read 1 Peter chapter 2 verse 9. 1 Peter chapter 2 verse 9. He said, But you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people, that you should show forth the praises of him who has called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. That word praises there, the Greek word for that praises is arete. And that arete means excellence. New American Standard Version. But you are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people for God's own possession, so that you may proclaim the excellencies of him who has called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. So that praise is there. Is what? So what that verse is saying is that God has called us, chose us, made us holy and peculiar. And the reason why he did all of that is so that our life and the things we do, we show forth, we proclaim, we declare the excellencies of God. Any believer whose life is not excellent, whose works are not excellent, has failed in that uh, purpose of God for us. Say, you are a chosen generation. You are a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people. Why all this? That you will show forth the excellencies of God. Not just one excellence. Excellencies. Yes, several of them. And so, we are supposed by creation and by redemption to proclaim, to declare, to show forth the excellencies of God. If God is excellent and he does excellent things, then we have no reason as believers not to be excellent in what we do. Now, let's try to understand the word excellent better. If a school, let's say secondary school, is going for a, a, a quiz competition, English language, for example, now, who goes to represent the school for the English language? The best student in English. Is there any way they will choose second best when the best is there? Now, listen. When you talk about excellence, you are talking about the best. Or the best. If there are many best, then you talk about what? The best of the best. So the principle of excellence is the principle of representation. Can you say what I said now? The principle of excellence is the principle of representation. If you cannot be chosen to represent, then you are not excellent. You are not. If Nigeria is playing a match eh, with another country, who do they normally use? What caliber of players do they normally choose? Those who are still learning? Those who are second, second class? They will, if they have the best of players, they will invite the person. Am I correct? The, the best cannot be there and second best will be used. No. And that's what happens to especially those that are in the ministry. Eh? You see, how God will be using a particular minister from January to December is occupied with God's assignments. Then another minister is there. Eh? He's not. In fact, he's idle. Nobody is calling him. Nobody needs his attention. Because God cannot use second best when the best is there. Are you getting me at all? Many daughters have done well. But thou excellent them all. Proverbs chapter 31. From verse 28. Her children rise up and bless her. Her husband also. And he praises her. Saying. Many daughters 
have done well. Get it from New King James. Uh-huh. Let's read it together now from New King James. Many daughters have done well, but you excel. Now, what is that showing you about excellence? Excellence is beyond doing well. Yes, there are many people that are not doing well, we know. But we also have people that are doing well. But still, that you are doing well does not mean you are excellent. No, you are not yet. It is when the best, let me use what happens in the university convocation as an example. Before they determine the best graduating student of the university, they will first of all start with the department. They say, who is the best graduating student of the department? They will pick up the person. Then when they finish departmental level, they go to faculty. They say, who is the best uh, graduating student of the faculty? They now look among the best graduating students of the departments in the faculty and pick one. And then they now come to the university level. They say, who is the best graduating student among all the faculties? And they now pick one person from a faculty, from a department. During the convocation, that is the person that will address the uh, chancellor, that will address the chancellor, that will address the vice chancellor, the governors that are invited. The national television will be on, on that person. Are you getting me at all? Some of you that attended university, you know what I'm talking about. A student like you will be standing, speaking, addressing. Why? Many students have done well. But that particular one is what? The excellence. And he is the one that will represent the school before anybody. Did you get it now? So you, you don't say I'm excellent because you are doing well. If you are not doing well, may God help you to do well. But those of us who are doing well, this charge, this message is coming to rouse you up from that point to the point where you will begin to excel. Because if not for any reason, the God we serve is excellent. Our Father is excellent and he has created us with the gene of excellence. And number two, he has redeemed us. He has redeemed us. And have a purpose of that redemption that we will show forth, declare his excellencies by the way of our life. Somebody following me? When the Bible said, Seer thou a man that is diligent in his business. That's Proverbs 22, verse 29. Seer thou a man that is diligent in his business. He shall stand before kings. He shall not stand before men. Now, if you read it with New King James, New King James, you see, you say, do you see a man who excels in his work? He will stand before kings. He will not stand before unknown men. Now, listen. You know, whenever the king or kings are in need, they always make demand for the best. Am I correct? Hi. You are not answering me well. I will will stop. Should I stop? (laughs) The king, his problem is not the money is not the price. Eh? He said, but the, the thing is, is a, a high quality, but it's costly. You. He said, excuse me, do I look like a poor man? What I need is the best, whatever be the cost. That is why you may see a restaurant eh, that is excellent. I mean, when you enter into it, you will know that every everything there is saying excellence, excellence. And then a plate of rice in that restaurant, they will tell you 5,500 naira for a plate of rice. Now, you will go to another restaurant. Eh, do you know the one they call Mama Put? A plate of rice is 550 naira. Now, sometimes you notice that the one of Mama Put may even be tastier. Are you getting me at all? Ha. Some, sometimes what you can cook will be better than what is in that place. So why the price? But you will see people that will go there buy it. Am I correct? Yes. They are just that their problem is not they, they don't they can't come to that kind of place where you your own restaurant is your own. You know your own. Eh? <laughs> they are looking for a good 
excellent environment that is neat, clean. And then where some level of you know cold air will be blowing on their head as they are eating. I mean, there are several other things they needed around. So once they discover it, they are going there. Have you seen a barbing saloon where they are paying two thousand five for barbing? Why there are other places they are paying two fifty? And yet you see men parking their cars and being in the queue for two thousand five. Why the one? You will just be there, idle. Are you getting me at all? Listen, for kings, their problem is not the price. Their problem is what? Is he of a, a high quality? Some years ago, while I was still lecturing at UNN, I used to go to Nsoka, sometimes sleep over, then come back the following day uh, to Enugu. So, I have one of my colleagues that I used to stay in his house. So, one of the occasions I was in his house, early in the morning, he went out to buy Opa. He spent some time. But when he came back, I tested the Opa. The first thing I did was to ask him, where did you buy this Opa? It's so sweet. In my whole lifetime, I've been eating Opa. Oh, I've been eating Opa. Buying on the road as I'm going. Eating. But when I tested that one, I have to ask him, where did you buy this Opa? He laughed. And told me that where he bought the upper was in the woman's house. And he has to be in the queue as early as that time for him to be able to buy his own. Some people cook upper and come to the roadside. And as you are passing, they are saying, come, 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 come. You used to see those kind of people. This one, they will not allow her to come out. Before she finished cooking, some people are already registering their name. Being in the he very early told me that he was in the queue waiting for his turn to be able to buy this upper. The next time when I went there, I said, Please, you have to go again. Let me be honest with you. From the time I ate that upper, I lost taste for all upper that I've been eating before. When I see those upper again, I don't I don't I don't like buying them again. Because I've tested excellent upper. Are you getting me at all? We are talking about extreme quality. That's excellence. And that's what God is. And that's what he expects us to be. His children. Excellence is the key to dominion. In Daniel chapter 5. From verse 10. The queen's mother was... Talking to Bethesda, the son of Nebuchadnezzar, and say, There is a man in this your kingdom. When your father was alive, he made him the, the ruler of all the astrologers and the magicians. Why? Because an excellent spirit was found in him. Look at it. It says, For as much as an excellent spirit and knowledge, understanding, interpreting of dreams, and showing of heart. Dissolving of doubts We are found in the same Daniel Verse 14 Verse 14 Then the king summoned him and said Go and call him I have even heard of thee That the spirit of the gods Is in thee And that light and understanding And what Excellent wisdom Is found in thee There are wisdoms and there is what? Excellent wisdom. In fact, in the days of Nebuchadnezzar, Daniel was made the leader, the president of all the astrologers. He was in the forefront of the kingdom affairs. When the sun came up, he said, who is Daniel? He, he, he chased him away. He rearranged his uh, cabinet and did all of that. Before you know it, he had problem. They have to look for the excellent man. The man that has excellent spirit in him. He came around and solved the problem. Next, verse, next chapter, chapter 6. The Bible says, It pleased Dairos to set over the kingdom 120 princes, which should be over the whole kingdom. Then, and over these three presidents of whom Daniel was first, that the princes might give account unto them 
and that the king should have no damage. That was the first stage. Dairos divided the kingdom into 120 provinces and then divided the provinces into 40, 40, 40 and appointed three presidents. Daniel was one of them. Then, look at what happened next. Then, this Daniel was preferred above the presidents and princes. Why? Because an excellent spirit was in him. Who is this excellent spirit? Now, the same spirit that is in you, the same Holy Spirit that is in you was in Daniel. Excellent spirit. Eh? And the king thought to set him over the whole realm. Next verse. When the king was making that arrangement, the president and the princes, they sought to find occasion against Daniel concerning the kingdom. But they could find none occasion of fault. For as much as he was faithful, these are components of excellence, faithfulness. He was faithful. They sought for, you know, a place they can lay hold and say, this is what Daniel is not doing well in the place of work. They couldn't find. He was faithful. And neither was there any error or fault found in him. That is excellence. That is excellence. Many daughters have done well. But thou excellest them all. Many presidents are doing well. But there is a president that is exceeding them all. How do they discover the excellent man? How do they know? Because excellence is self-marketing. I'm talking to you today about Anoba. If this place is in Sroka, many of you will come and meet me after this message and say, sir, please, where is the address of that woman? I know. Because even you, you like what is excellent. And even though sometimes you may not afford it, but you will wish it. Amen. Many daughters have done well. Now, go back to that proverb that one. Are you there? Let's read it again. Want to go? Many daughters have done well, but you excel them all. Let's apply it to you. Many tellers have done well. Where is your excellence? Excellency in tellering. Many hairdressers, hairmakers have done well in hair making. Can people see the hair that you made, sister? And they will begin to ask the person, where did you make this hair? Many mechanics have done well. But thou excellest them all. Many plumbers have done well. But when we look at your own system of delivery, you have many businessmen have done well. But thou excellest them all. Excellence. Remember, it was not the man, the woman that was not declaring herself excellence. Am I correct? So you don't woke up and say, I am excellent by faith. Jump up and say, I'm excellent. In fact, I'm excellent now. Listen, this one is not by declaration. The husband, the children, they are the one that has looked at this woman and they said, you have done excellently. In other words, those who are close to you, they will first of all have to see the excellency of your personal life. That's where excellence begins. The excellency of your personal life. You want to be excellent in your business? You need to be excellent first in the way you live. How do you live? Listen, you know, when you talk about excellence, you know that you notice that there are two things about it constant and consistent. When we say that excellence is constant, what we mean is that the excellence is excellent in the morning. When you look at his dressing in the morning, he's excellent. When you look at his dressing in the afternoon, excellent. His dressing in the evening, excellent. There are some people that they dress excellently once in a while. That's not excellence. When we say that excellence is consistent, we're talking about you are excellent in personal hygiene. You are excellent in cooking. You are excellent in, 
you know, the way you relate with people. You are excellent in every area. That's consistency in excellence. Are you getting me? Are you getting me? So, if those factors are not met, you are not excellent. Now, listen. When we talk about the spirit of excellence, we are talking about what propels a man to be excellent from within. You are trying to get things right. There is a spirit of God in you that is telling you, look at that toilet you flushed. You didn't flush it well. Get more water. Flush it well. You have flushed it, but look at it. The Bible says when God finished creating this particular thing, he will look at it again to see whether what he has done is excellent before he moves to the next one. Sometimes, you will, you know, when you stay with brothers, sisters, you marvel at this kind of thing we are talking about. If I talk about personal excellence, let's start from there. You will just enter a toilet where brothers or sisters are, are staying. You will see somebody who just, you know, urinated there. And he didn't flush it. Sometimes you wonder, is it that this person doesn't know that he should flush it? Sometimes you even see somebody who defecated. I met one recently. I said, who is this person that did this? You left. No. The spirit of excellence is what propels a man to be excellent. Whether people are looking at you or not. That's consistency. That's constancy. Some people are excellent in their sitting room. Because they know that people will come to sitting room. When you go to their bedroom, if you see the clothes, if you see the bed, bed, bed sheet, if you see how things are scattered. In fact, if you want to meet some brothers at some particular junction, visit their house without telling them that you are coming. Just bump into their room. You will see where one, bed, one pillowcase is the other side. You will see all kinds of things. There must be consistency. The spirit of excellence propels a civil servant to do the right thing. What is the right thing? Go to work on time. Whether there is punishment or reward. If you don't have the spirit of excellence, then you will go to work on time when you know that they will give you query. But if there is no query, ah, or if maybe you are watching your colleague, he went to work and he went, or he didn't come to work at all and there was nothing that happened to him. The next thing that the evil spirit, not the spirit of excellence, will start telling you is that, can you see that somebody can miss work and nothing happens to him? And then you see yourself, you will start, you want to miss work the following day. You don't have the spirit of excellence. The spirit of excellence propels you to do the right thing. Please, can you say that? The spirit of excellence propels me to do the right thing. Whether people are watching me or not. Whether there is a reward or award or punishment. Are you getting me at all? When there is going to be reward, when there is going to be praises, when people are going to say, yes, you are doing wonderful. You see yourself, you are trying to, you know, impress people. That's not excellent. You don't have it. And don't expect yourself to excel in your business when you don't have excellence in your life, in you. Eh? You will drink a pure water, you will throw it away. Almost every Sunday, I go around to pick, pick the environment. Sometimes as I'm picking, if I meet people, I say, please join me. We start picking. For some of us, it doesn't concern you whether the environment is neat or not. This, this even when I came, I picked. Yes, last Sunday, because you see somebody, you will drink, you will throw, you will see people that will, ah, I say no. No. This place is supposed to be neat. How neat, how clean. Sometimes you see somebody, you didn't wash your clothes. Your clothes is full of dirt. You are ironing it. And after ironing it, you spray perfume on top of. So sometimes when the perfume is, 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 is you, don't, you don't know whether it is the perfume that is smelling or the, 
I mean, all sorts of things. Excellence is a personal, first of all, a personal quality within that will not allow you to, you know, wear this boxer, this singlet. No, 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 it's dirty. You have to wash it. You have to wash it. It's already dirty. There's nothing about it. Go and wash it. God will help us in the name of Jesus Christ. Look at your environment. That's where to begin. You can't jump the, that and move to uh, anywhere. So, when the Bible says that Daniel is excellent in the place of work, ah, he has learned to be excellent. He has, that's why he never knew that they are going to search his record. Are you getting me at all? He was just doing the right thing. He was faithful. Nobody is searching his record. Until the day that they say he's going to become the president of presidents. You now see people searching to know whether they can find anywhere he came late to work. Anywhere he came by 9 and wrote 8.30. They are just searching. The Bible said they sought and they couldn't find any. That is the testimony of an excellent civil servant. Can we get me Ephesians chapter um, 6 verse... 5 to 6 Servants, be obedient to them that are your masters according to the flesh with fear and trembling in singleness of heart as unto Christ Servants, that is civil servants Move on Not with what? Eye service as men pleasers What is eye service? You are doing it because there is something Someone washing you or something behind it there is an award they will give the, the, the most punctual person in the place of work then you start going to work on time if there is nothing you know this thing we are talking about is very simple if an invigilator listen from Wayek enters a Wayek hall and then he said to the people you can do expo you can sheet you can write from your notes eh, I am the invigilator there's no problem. Do you know that an excellent student will not cheat? Do you know that? Because he knows that this invigilator is not Wayek. And Wayek has said, do not cheat. This invigilator has been bribed. So that the invigilator is giving you a free hand to do what you want does not mean that you are doing the right thing. Listen, let me repeat it again. The excellent person insists on doing the right thing always. Whether anybody is watching him or not. You are not looking for anybody to praise you. Most of us, it is when somebody will praise you, that's when you do it. Eh? That's why you are very careful. The day you hear that uh, maybe somebody important is coming to your house, you start cleaning everywhere. Two of us say the truth now. You start cleaning your house, you know, arranging the place. You say, hey, I don't want people that will come to this house to see this death here. You know, the dustbin that you have been parking at the, at the backyard has been there for how many days? Smelling, flies are there, rejoicing and eating their food. You never throw it away. The day you now hear that some people are coming, you start going around your house, you know, trying to clean the place. You are doing clean up. Some of you will announce there is clean up in this house. Why? You know that people are coming to <laughs> Listen, you are not excellent. There should be clean up in the house every day. Is somebody getting me at all? If you are not excellent at that level, you can't rise. And that's why many of us are not doing well. Because it takes a man with the spirit of excellence to rise and manifest it. An excellent student will not wait till the exam timetable is out. No. No. Many people, it's just when other people are rushing, rushing. That's when they start trying to read. Uh-uh. An excellent student begins from the first day that semester has begun. He will come back to school. So we give themselves extra two, two weeks holiday. He will come back to school and begin to, you know, get past questions, begin to get materials and begin to study, study, study. He's not waiting for the lecturer to give assignment. He, go, he studies ahead. An excellent person is motivated from within is motivated from inside because of the spirit of excellence you look at your business you look at what you are doing you ask yourself how can I do it better 
you are you are disturbed that is not moving. God will help us in Jesus' name. Now he said, not with I service as men pleasers, but as the servants of Christ, doing the will of God from the heart. Move on. With good will, doing service as to the Lord and not to men. An excellent person knows that whatever you are doing, you are doing it to the Lord. You are doing it to the Lord. Somebody gave you, as a carpenter, money to build seats for him. Just know that you are building that seat for the Lord. You don't collect money and go and buy inferior material and use it to do a seat. No, 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 no. You may think that you are smart, you are getting money, but that is not excellence. And the God of excellence is not going to stand behind you to support and to prosper that business. Eh? The next verse. He said, knowing, knowing, knowing. This is where the problem is. Many doesn't know. Many doesn't know. Look up. You don't know. That whatever good thing any man, any man, many people don't know this. And that's why they are not excellent. That's why they are doing bad things. Whatever good thing any man doeth, the same shall he receive from men. Ah, you give somebody something, he didn't thank you. You now make up your mind, I'm not going to give anybody anything again. No. Your reward is not going to come from man. Your reward will come from God. I'm telling you. In fact, you know, when the Lord said, do not revenge, eh? I will repay, says the Lord. When the Lord says something like that, many times we are thinking that when the Lord wants to revenge or repay the person that cheated you or the person that did something against you, that he will go and kill that person. No, that's not it. He may allow the person to go free. He will now come to you that was cheated. You that was not despised, that was despised. And now do something for you that will be so powerful. He is repairing you. He is not repairing the person. Are you getting me at all? He said, it, it belongs to me. So the way he does it is not the way you think. Look at how he handled Joseph and Potiphar, Potiphar's wife. Eh? You know, Potiphar's wife accused Joseph. And Joseph suffered because of that accusation. Now, the Lord did not kill Potiphar's wife. Did he kill her? He didn't kill her. For some of us, it is all my enemy that brought me to this prison must die by fire. He didn't kill her. Potiphar's wife was enjoying herself, enjoying herself until the day she called a housemaid and said, get me that remote. And she on television Egypt. It was Joseph. That was being coronated as the prime minister. And you know Joseph. You know that the day his brothers came to buy food. That he was the one selling food. Are you getting me at all? You know last week we told us that. Favor will bring you to throne. But if there is no hard work. You will lose it. Joseph was brought to the throne by favor. But how did he maintain it? Do you know what it means that a stranger is the next to Pharaoh and the Egyptians they know? They would have sought, it's because it's not recorded. Daniel's own was recorded. They would have sought ways they will manipulate things. But Joseph was there at the helm of affairs. For the seven years of plenty, he was every day on the road. Go and read your Bible. Traveling from one city to another. Packing food, building stores. For the seven years, he never rested. During the seven years of famine, he was the one that was selling the corn himself. You can't come to buy corn without passing through Joseph. I mean, that was why when his brothers came, he was able to capture it. So the day Potiphar's wife came to buy food too. Who was there to sell food to her? Are you getting me at all? That's how God does his repayment. He will so lift you up that there is no need to trouble. The person that cheated you, he will be there, struggling. He will not see where you are. That's why you don't need to bother yourself and begin to say, why? No, no, no. Don't do that. Keep doing good. Keep doing good. Keep going to work on time. Keep doing well in the place of work. Somebody is watching. Tell your neighbor, somebody is watching. 
Listen, some of you may say, but I have been putting my best in my business. I'm not seeing anything. I've been trying to do my best. I'm not. Listen, there is a God that rewards excellence. All you need to do is to check around what you are doing and be sure that you are excellent in that. Excellence is a product of self-improvement. An excellent person does not compete with others. He competes with himself. Eh? Let me give you an example. After preaching a message like this every Sunday, I will go back to listen to the message. I will listen to it the first time. Listen again the second time. And then I will be watching how I am making mistakes here and there. I will see how I am improving. I will say, no, no, no. There are a lot of things I need to improve on. I will start praying. I say, God, help me. Are you getting me now? I'm trying to grow. I'm trying to become an excellent preacher. I have not yet arrived. But I am trying to see the what we call performance gap. Somebody say performance gap. You look at what you did two weeks ago. You look at what you did last week. Is, is there improvement? Am I making progress? Now, if you notice that you're not, you're, you start laboring to improve. You are sowing a cloth. After sowing a cloth, you notice that it's not yet attracting kings. No, 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 no. Even if people are clapping for you, look at the people that are clapping. If they are not kings, just know that you are not yet excellent. You have to move on. And find how do they sow cloth for senators, for local government chairmen. You need to rise. People of God, listen. These messages that are coming these days are not just coming to excite us. They are coming because we are arising to control the economy. You are not saying amen to that. Well, reserve your amen. But strive for excellence. Because even if you say amen, loudest amen, and you don't strive for excellence, it will still not work. You are making bonds. You are making, you know, the issue of what you are making was resolved last uh, year. It's not about what you are doing, but how are you doing it? Can somebody test a meat pie that you made and want to eat again? I remember some years ago when we were living at Oka. I bought a meat pie. There was some one, one slice of egg inside. And I ate it. After eating it, I went back again. Because I've not tested a meat pie as tested as that one. And I'm ready to pay high price because this is excellent. Listen, we have no option than to be excellent. That's the point. You are a child of God as a student. And when result comes out, Okay, do you know the grade in the academies? You know there is poor, very poor, poor, fair, good, very good, and what? Do you remember that uh, my classmate in those days, a particular result was pested. I scored 89. He scored 70. He became very sad. I say, my friend, why are you sad? You have A. You say, what kind of A is that? 70. He was very sad. I say, but you have A. He said, that's not the kind of A he planned for. If he will have A, it will not be 70. When you say this kind of thing to mediocre-minded students, what do you think they will say? Ah, if I have, make I have C, Seth. As long as it's not F that is there, I will first of all rejoice and thank my God. This one was very sad. I know what I'm talking about. The same brother told me that he's going to have a particular course, 100 over 100, weeks before we wrote the exam. We are still reading, going for lectures. He's my friend. He said, I will have this course, 100 over 100. I said, you must be joking. Because in my whole mind, there is nothing like that existing. But he has seen it. An excellent person will first of all see it and then begin to pursue it. When we came out of the exam hall, 
He told me that he punched his calculator. It was a mathematical course. He punched his calculator twice to be sure that every year was correct. When the result came out, eh, we are over 250 students in that class. Over 250. The only person that has 100 over 100 is this brother. When you go to, to, the, to the place where the result is tested, when you look at it, you say, Hey! That's what everybody is doing. Once you look at it, Hey! Who has this reg number? Because they don't used to put them with the reg number. They say, ah, this brother. They will go to me and say, ah, how did you do this? So when they were doing that, I also went to him and said, how did you do this? He looked at me and said, if everybody is coming to me asking this question, I don't expect you to come because I pre-informed you. you. I told you beforehand that I'm going for it. And here it, it, it is. Are you getting me at all? An excellent person, you are, you, you, you must be the best. Lift up your right hand and say, I must be the best in what I'm doing. If you are a businessman, you must rise to become the best in that business. Not just locally in that line. Think globally. Think globally. It's possible. And God will make it happen. In the name of Jesus Christ. So you keep improving. Keep looking at what you are doing. You are not competing with anybody. I'm not competing with any preacher. Nobody has my gift. I know the gift God has given to me. So God is expecting me to keep improving. Keep using it. Keep, you know, working on it. Develop your skills. Come to the point of being competent. Eh? What you are doing, if it becomes so demanding... And what we make it demanding, what we raise the demand of what we are doing is the excellence behind it. Once they see excellence in what we are doing, they will, the demand will rise. And the competence, the excellence of your skill and your product is what causes that to rise. I pray that God will help us to strive to be excellent. God is excellent. And God is attracted by excellence. Once God sees excellence in a man, he will be attracted. Eh? He will be attracted. Because that's what he wants. That's why he chose us. Many, many people are indifferent. Many are mediocre in what they do. They don't have any goal. They are not going anywhere. Somebody opened a provision store. All he's just doing is where he will be getting money to be eating food. There's no vision to expand it for kingdom advancement listen when you are not excellent there are qualities that will be coming out of your life one of them is med- mediocrity is you are neither good you are not too good you are not too bad you are just at the middle you are in the crowd nobody you are not outstanding you have to reject it is the spirit of the, another spirit that we need to deal with is the spirit of indifference you, you don't, even as this message is going on now, some of you are saying, eh, what is he talking about? Eh? Will I kill myself? I'm trying. I'm trying. If he has another thing to preach, make him preach. For this, so I know what I'm doing. Nobody should move me like that. <laughs> I'm, I'm, there are people like that here. They are looking at me. They are listening to me. They are not ready to do anything further. They are just there. Then this, Excuse, giving excuse why you will not do what you are supposed to do. Unreliable, lazy procrastination. What you are supposed to do today and finish today, you will shift it tomorrow. May God deliver somebody from the spirit of mediocrity in the name of Jesus Christ. I will soon stop. I thought that I would have finished. There are. There are 10 keys to achieving excellence in our life and our business. 10 of them that I I, I was able to put together. But I don't know whether I will be able to go into it today. But let me be going. But before then, I want us to look at, look more at our personal life, our environment, our uh, place of work, what we do, and make sure that we are fighting mediocrity. 
In fact, one of the prayers we are going to pray today is that God, God, because the spirit of excellence is already in you, but we don't listen to him. We don't listen to him. If we begin to obey the Holy Spirit and follow him, he will start inspiring us. Now, how can you be excellent? Because it is him that... Okay, let me give you an example. Yesterday, yesterday, I knew that God wanted to tell me something. But I know that I will not get it until I have prayed. Eh? I need to pray to the point of hearing in detail what he has. So, I set out myself to pray. It was after I have prayed for two hours that he began to tell me, let me ask a question. You know, at there times you wanted to pray, you notice that so many things are disturbing your mind. Does it happen to anybody? Maybe somebody did something, somebody spoke something to you, and you know, your mind is just disturbed. Listen, for you to hear God with that kind of heart, you need to pray. And the best way to pray at that time is speaking in tongues. If you can worship, you focus on worshiping. Or speaking in tongues. You need to engage your spirit because your mind is disturbed. Your spirit needs to rise so that you will move away from the disturbance and the noise in the mind in order to get into the frequency of God's voice. Now, when I prayed, that was when God spoke to me and said, do you want excellent conference in November? I say yes. Then, there should be a 40 days fasting and praying first for it. And he gave me the date. That's why it is announced in all the families today. What if I did not pray and September 1 reaches? Are you getting me at all? It takes being sensitive. The primary way for us believers to achieving excellence is being sensitive to the Holy Ghost. You wake up in the morning. You will not sit down to do your quiet time. Some of you will say you are doing quiet time. The Holy Ghost is there to teach you. You will not be ready to write what he's teaching you. Let me ask a question. How many of you here? You want to teach somebody something. And the person says, before you start, please let me get a writing material. So that I will take note of what you are teaching. Did you notice that the moment somebody said that your morale to teach rises? Am I correct? Because you know that this person is valuing what you are teaching. When you don't write down what the Holy Ghost is teaching you, you don't have value. You are, what you are saying is that you don't have value. Because how many things do you remember? Do you know how many things that pass through our brain in a single day? Is it not when you go back to your notes that you now remember what was taught to you? So, we have to start with excellency in our devotions. Excellency in your prayer life. That's where to begin because the spiritual controls the physical. If your quiet time is casual and anyhow, when you want to do quiet time, you don't... You know, sometimes when I look at some people's quiet time notes... It's not excellent. The note first. Eh? He has torn. The first one has torn. The second one has torn. Sometimes it will start tearing to the point. It will start tearing the, the first page, second page, third page. Don't laugh oh, because some of you that are laughing will be the person. Those who doesn't have note at all. No, that's how it happens. Those who doesn't have note will laugh at those who ha- doesn't have excellent note. Eh? Your, your spiritual life first. You watch over the things you do personally and ensure that spiritually you are standing because that's where you begin to get excellent wisdom. Inspiration from the Holy Ghost directing you, telling you, this is the way. Follow this one. Something is about to happen. Start this business now. You, you will get wisdom that will make you navigate through difficulties. Amen. So, we must be excellent in our devotions. Then, in the way we, the way we dress, the way we appear, you have to go to that. Listen, some people, 
Okay, let me put it this way. Do you believe that the way a man dresses is the way he will be addressed? Do you believe that? The way people will treat you is the way you are dressed. Many believers are not dressing excellently. In fact, when that's why when we call for leaders meeting, we mandate leaders, you must dress well. You must wear your best. Because it will make you to know that you are here for a serious work. You are here for a serious business. Look at people that are working in banks, multinational companies, and all of that. Do you know why they insist on their dressing? You can't dress well. You can't dress well and begin to, you know, do casual things. Though there are some of our work that you may need to, <laughs> like those who are mechanics, you need to dress casual to do that kind of work. But when you finish doing the work, do what? Change. Eh? Change. Iron your clothes. Eh? There are some of us that you don't care whether there is the pomade or cream in the market or not. It doesn't concern you. Listen. Good perfume, good body spray, pomade, cream. Are they saying? The one that is wrong, which we are talking about, is when the cloth is dirty, you get perfume and do like this. <laughs> and you are going, that one is wrong. So, you need to learn how to, because some of the things that you attract, eh? you can't attract what you are not looking like. Is somebody getting me at all? Uh-huh. These things I'm talking about, you may think that they are not spiritual. No, they are. God is excellent. And we must, you know, sometimes I have been with brothers. I don't know about sisters, but I have been with brothers who we eat without brushing their teeth. And you will think that they will brush the teeth after eating. They will not. May God help us in the name of Jesus Christ. The point is that when we follow the spirit of excellence, when we obey him, he will lead us to deliberate effort in you know, doing what we are supposed to do for our health. You see, I'm talking physical because some of the sicknesses and diseases that people suffer, you can trace it to the way they eat. You can trace it to the environment where they are. Some of us, when you are eating, flies are your friends. No, you don't doubt it is true. When flies come, you will perch on the food. Before the person will even chase it away. Their eyes are not there. May God help us in the name of Jesus. Keep your home clean. Make your bed. Watch your plate after eating. Eh? When you finish eating, do what? You are not talking now. You will keep the plate till the next eating season. Eh? When flies are special, eat all kinds of things. And even when you will wash it, you will not wash it well. You will still use it and pour May God help us in Jesus' name. When you borrow, eh, avoid borrowing at all cost. Some people will not buy what they need. Eh? You, you know you need, you need something and you can buy it. But to buy it, these are spiritual. You will keep on borrowing. Eh, please, borrow me your gas. You will borrow the gas, you will not return. All kinds of borrowing. You even promise I will return, but you will not return on time. In your workplace, those of us who are working, go to work on time. Listen, if you have the spirit of excellence, nobody will teach you these things. We are just mentioning them because many of us, we need to be awakened. Eh? 
When I stopped going to uh, school as a lecturer and I, I started working as a full-time minister, you can ask people in my house. You go to work on time. Sometimes as early as 6 o'clock, 6.30, 7 o'clock, I am in the office. You will gain time. You will work before the, the work starts. Normally, if your work starts by 8 When I was working as a civil servant, I would go to work early. Sometimes, because there is no time to make disciples, I will invite some disciples early. They will come to work. I would teach them the word of God before work starts. You maximize your time. So we go to work. They will not do any work. They will still want to go early. They came late. They go early. Wrong attitude. In the place of work, there is nobody that you have good relationship with. No. You must be excellent in relationship. Some of us, when you're, they, they are doing meeting, they, are, they call for a meeting, you know, and they will start the meeting from beginning to the end. You will not make any contribution. And you are expecting promotion. If you hear that there is a meeting, go and prepare for contribution. When you keep making contribution in the meetings, that's when the, 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 the leaders, the managers will begin to look at this person. This person has something for this place. Take that place of work as your own place of work. Plan for its progress. If you get a good idea on how this office will progress, go and meet the ogre and share the good idea. You are making moves towards the, the leadership. These are the things that we must have to do and start doing. Some of us, we have taken this thing so casual before now. And that's why we're not rising. I don't think I will have time to go to the keys today. Because enough, a lot has been said already. Am I correct? Am I correct? We need to digest this one. Then maybe God will give us space. Uh, maybe in the coming days to look at the uh, keys. There are ten of them we must look into that will help us to achieve excellence through hard work, through diligence in our you know, life and in our place of work. How many of us you are hungry for excellence now? You want to rise beyond where you are. You want to rise beyond where you are. You need to find out what is God's vision. What is God's goal for my life? God's vision for my business. Am I doing the right thing I'm supposed to do? Am I in the right location? That's the number one point. Let me just handle it and I'll ask us to pray. Am I doing the, the thing that God wanted to do? Am I in the right location? Because that's when God's presence, God's mercy, and God's blessing will be around you. And with this three-dimensional grace from above, you will see yourself rising. God's presence, God's mercy, and God's blessings. When you have located the right business, when you have located the right thing that you are supposed to do, by prayer, you need to seek it. Sometimes what you are doing is not working because that's not the right thing that heaven wants you to do. So you need to pray and find out whether this is the right thing God wants you to do. Is somebody getting me at all? Believers, this is serious. You need to be sure that this is the right business. You need to be sure that you are supposed to be in Enugu. You need to be sure that you are not in the wrong location. Because if you are not in the wrong, right location and you are not doing the right thing, you will not have the presence of God, you will not have the mercy of God, and you will not have the blessings of God. And if these things are lacking, no matter how you struggle, you will not rise. But when you are in the right location and you are doing the right thing, then you will see yourself prospering. I think our brother Joshua has an experience in this matter. Eh? He wanted to start a business and sorry sir for <laughs> using you as an example, but all of us know, know, know about it. He went to Nightmare and started his business. You need to meet him personally to tell you what he saw eh? within one year in Nightmare. I mean, if he opens up, he's a, a reserved person. If he opens up and tells you what he saw, you will spend money, go there, and you stay there from morning till night. No, no, nothing. No customer, nothing. You will come back again. But the following year, the moment he started something uh, in Enugu here, what happened? He has the rest of the story to tell. I mean, 
he doesn't have time again because of you know what people that are so the right location the right thing and then you will see the presence the mercy and the blessing somebody getting helped rise on your feet and let us pray let's just pray at this point i wanted to just talk to god about your life first of all the ways you know and you are convinced that you have been living a mediocrity life can you repent and say god i'm sorry i'm sorry thank you for listening i trust you are blessed by god's word this message and many more can be downloaded from our telegram podcast and youtube channels at chidebele udeze for testimonies, counseling, and prayers, you can send an email to Calvaryway Revival Labels at gmail.com or call 080-6560-7999. And you can also follow us on our social media handles at Chidebele Udeze. God bless you.